When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the BBC Music Magazine podcast. You can subscribe to the magazine by visiting classical-music.com or to our interactive iPad edition by visiting iTunes.com. BBC Music Magazine is now an official Apple Music curator and you can listen to our exclusive playlists by visiting applemusic.com slash bbcmm. Hello and welcome to our monthly cover CD podcast in which we take a brief look at the works on the disc that accompanies the latest issue of BBC Music Magazine. I am Jeremy Pound, the magazine's deputy editor, and with me is our editorial assistant, Eleanor Cooper. Hello. This month, our October issue cover CD is something of a celebration. Called Best of British, it features ten pieces of music that have been commissioned especially for the BBC ensembles, as we mark 70 years since broadcasting began on the third programme. All the performances on the disc were not only performed by the orchestras and choirs they were written for, but were actually chosen by those ensembles to be included here. Of the ten works, we'll be having a brief listen to four of them in particular. So let's begin, shall we, with a moment from Stars, Night, Music and Light by the current master of the Queen's music, Judith Weir. It is performed by the BBC Singers and the BBC Symphony Chorus alongside the BBC Symphony Orchestra under Yuji Bela Klavek. That, recorded at its world premiere in 2011, is one of two choral pieces by Judith Weir to appear on the BBC Music Magazine October issue cover CD, the other being her All the Ends of the World. Judith Weir is a composer who has enjoyed quite a long and successful history of working with the BBC's ensembles, isn't she, Eleanor? She really has. Weir was made associate composer with the BBC Singers in 2015, but she's worked with them loads before that. Um, she's also written lots of works for the BBC Symphony and Scottish orchestras, and although she's never written anything directly for the BBC Concert Orchestra, they perform a lot of her stuff quite regularly. Um, as you said, the work we've just heard was premiered at the opening night of the BBC Proms in 2011. Um, it, the work was inspired by a poem by George Herbert called Man, and it's this particular phrase that we're um, really liked from the um, poem, which is, Night draws the curtain, which the sun withdraws, music and light attend our head. And she really liked that, that idea of the music and light being as a composer and um, being inside one's head and attending a head. Um, she was actually at another premiere the night that this was performed. So um, when I spoke to her 
recently. She said she was very excited about hearing the, this original performance on the disc. The other work by her on the cover CD is All the Ends of the Earth, which was commissioned and performed by BBC Singers to celebrate the millennium. Um, it's based on Vidrent Omnes, which is a work by Peritan, and it, that was written near the start of the previous millennium, so it really covers a whole millennium of music. It's quite an amazing piece. You can find out much more about Judith Weir's contributions to the disc on our website, um, where you can also find an exclusive interview with the composer. She talks about the importance of commissions and her long relationship with the BBC, amongst other things. Excellent. Well, now we're going to move on from a Scottish composer to some Scottish music by a much-loved English composer. Here we have the beginning of the fourth of Malcolm Arnold's Four Scottish Dances, a work written for the BBC Concert Orchestra back in 1957. It is performed here by that same orchestra under the baton of Barry Wordsworth earlier this year. For some reason, I suspect that fans of Copeland's Hoedown might rather like that particular work. Now then, the BBC Concert Orchestra, who we heard just there, um, holds quite a unique position in the BBC's roster of ensembles, doesn't it, Eleanor? It does. I think it's probably the orchestra with the widest variety of repertoire. Um, They're the team behind the longest-running live orchestral music programme, which is BBC Radio 2's Friday Night is Music Night. And they perform everything from cutting-edge modern commissions uh, to jazz and pop music. They actually originated in the um, BBC Theatre Orchestra, and that's where they came from, so playing lots of musical scores and things like that. They can also be heard on uh, many BBC TV soundtracks. Um, it's the only BBC orchestra that isn't a full-scale symphony orchestra. Excellent. Just as a point of reference, incidentally, here, there are five BBC orchestras in total. Based in London are the BBC Symphony and the BBC Concert Orchestras, while Cardiff is home to the BBC National Orchestra of Wales, Glasgow to the BBC Scottish Symphony Orchestra, and Manchester to the BBC Philharmonic. And as well as their extensive radio and TV commitments, all of them also have regular concert seasons, both on their home turf and on tour. I highly recommend going to hear any of them whenever you get the chance. And now we're going to hear another of them, the BBC Philharmonic. Here under their current chief conductor, Juan Jomena, the BBC Phil plays a moment from John McCabe's Joy Box. There's something just a little Stravinsky-ish about the orchestration there, I'd say. 
That was Joybox by John McCabe, heard at its world premiere at the BBC Proms in July 2013. It's actually a work with quite a fun story behind it. Can you tell us about it, Eleanor? Well, McCabe called this piece his musical souvenir of his trip to Japan a few years before he wrote it. Um, When he was in Japan, he went to an entertainment centre in Osaka and um, he was sitting there listening to all the different slot machines playing different jingles at the same time. And if you've ever been in one of those um, halls, it it's can be quite an overwhelming sound. Um, it's just absolute madness. But McCabe sat there and he found this sort of structure to the noise. Um, and he eventually worked out that there was a pattern to it. This gave him the idea for a piece which he could find pattern in this seeming randomness. And that's what we end up with Joybox. Oh, excellent. Anyone who's ever seen the film Lost in Translation will understand exactly what he's getting on in that, in that piece. All good fun. But anyway, now for our final clip from the BBC Music Magazine October cover CD, we're going to head from John McCabe's world of fun and instead cast our gaze heavenwards, courtesy of composer Matthew Kelly. Here is a moment from Kelly's Alleluia, I Heard a Voice, performed by the BBC Singers. That was Matthew Kelly's Alleluia, I Heard a Voice, recorded by the BBC Singers earlier this year at Maida Vale Studios in London. Aged just 17, Kelly is one of two notably young composers to feature on our October cover disc. The other is 15-year-old Tamas Slater, whose love and harmony rounds off the disc. Both are winners of the BBC Proms Inspire Composers Competition. Can you tell us a little more about the competition, Eleanor? Yeah, so BBC Proms Inspire is a scheme that's actually been running for 18 years. It's open to budding composers aged between 12 and 18, and by signing up to the scheme, um, they get the chance to get involved with free-of-charge composition workshops and projects, uh, many of them led by contemporary composers. Judith Weir's actually run several. Each year they run this competition, which is divided into three age categories. The winners that get their compositions recorded by a professional ensemble for future broadcasts on BBC Radio 3, and they also get a commission from a BBC ensemble for the following year. I mentioned Judith Weir's run quite a few of these projects and she had actually worked with both Tamas Slater and Matthew Kelly um, before they won this competition. So she'd, she'd worked with them personally on the pieces and um, so it's lovely to kind of see that teacher-student relationship coming out on a disc like this. Yes, it kind of creates a nice link throughout the whole whole thing. And on that youthful note, um, we bring an end to this month's BBC Music Magazine cover CD podcast. Next month, we'll be back to discuss our November cover CD of music by Steve Reich and John Adams. In the meantime, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Eleanor. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.